I'm Adela, and this is the House Medium Podcast. In this podcast, you are going to send me your emails and you're going to ask your questions, whether it's paranormal or have to do with real estate and you want me to look at the house that you're looking to buy or rent. But not only are you going to send me your emails, but I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to see and tell you what I see while I'm seeing it responding to your email right to you and you are going to tell me if this makes sense if it resonates so all the listeners can hear and be a part of this experience now if you don't want to be on here i understand for those of you who don't i will still read your email however i look forward to being your house medium. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the house medium. I'm Adela, your house medium. And we're just going to jump in today because this is going to be interesting. I have one person that is recorded, you know, where they sent in the email and it's my usual. Try to be cool, right? Um, (laughs) where I have somebody who, you know, sent in an email and they came on my podcast and we recorded them. I have another that I'm just going to read and it didn't quite fit the reader's room because this person had been on the podcast before and she had a very interesting deal. Um, last time, this time she, um, wanted to get a reading with me about this particular uh, incident (laughs) or time period in her life. Needless to say, I think there's something with her, and we talked about that, where she has these abilities herself and might be attracting these things. She was the one that had the lights, if you recall. Um, And if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure, I think she talks about it in the email. Anyway, she wanted to get a reading on it. She was, she's so creeped out by what happened to her that she did not want to come on because she kind of is worried it will like conjure anything and and it won't. And we went over the things she needs to do to protect herself and all of that. And also, also she may have actual footage or audio um, of what happened. And, um, we're just waiting. I'm waiting to see if she's able to get that, but if she does, I will absolutely play it for you on an update. Meaning like on the next podcast, I'll say, remember this one, here's what it sound like. So we're, since we have a lot going on and I did, um, talk about a lot of things in the medium brew cafe, we're just going to dive into our subject matters. Hold on. I do need to get a sip of water and by the way, <clears throat> the last review that I did of on and Medium Brew Cafe, and also my Medium Brew, Brew review soundbite did not play last time. I was so upset about it. But anyway, next time I play, I did play it, but I did not hear it on the podcast. But the last one that I did, which was Community from New Orleans, I'm drinking right now. See, I told you it's afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it's a perfect afternoon coffee. So don't worry. The referrals that you guys give me, 
I'm going to be drinking. And also I wanted to announce that I will be getting a PO box and I'm working on that and getting the PO box up and running. And when I do, if you want to just send me packaged sealed coffee (laughs) that has not been opened, I can review it as well, but you don't need to. I don't, I'm, I'm up for buying. It's just sometimes people live in an area Maybe it's your local coffee shop and you'd love for me to review it and taste your favorite. So I will be having that coming soon. So let's get to our first, our first email. And you know, this is, this is a, this is a cleanser palette. What I mean by that is, uh, this is light and nice, um, sort of, kind of, maybe you be the judge. But um, let's just put it this way. It, it, it's, it, you know, got the creep factor for sure that you guys enjoy because I know you all enjoy it. And um, but we're starting here and it's going to rev up as we go more into the podcast. So let's start with Lindsay. Adela, I love this podcast. What a wonderful idea. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for the reviews, everyone. The reviews are coming in please have them keep coming. It really helps my podcast get out there. It makes me feel good, by the way, just to hear what you guys have to say. And it helps get the podcast more seen and seen, but it is growing. And thank you so much. So thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Aw, and she does smiley face. I grew up in Ohio in a new house and my parents, okay, sorry, let me, let me restart this. This is like a new song, so I was just kind of getting excited. Okay. I grew up in Ohio in a new house my parents built. The basement was finished. It's always the basement. This is why in California, we don't have basements. Maybe I'm happy about that because a lot of shit be happening in your basements. Um, And it was the perfect place for a gateway 2000 computer and me. Ah! Okay, I'm not going to get into it because we get into it when I talk to her, but Gateway. Anybody remember Gateway? Uh, computers. And a high school freshman who loved chatting on on AI AIM. Does anybody remember AIM? Remember this? Oops, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, would, I, I got excited. Anybody remember this? Mm-hmm. Internet dial-up for hours and hours. Anybody who remembers this sound and this feeling, yep, prepare your ears. For all of you young ones, you didn't have to deal with it. Is that anybody Okay, sometimes the basement would give me an uneasy, settled, unsettled feeling, but I didn't think anything of it. Well, of course not. I mean, you know, you're in the basement, you're on AOL chat, having a good time. Eventually, the computer room became a guest room. And nowadays, when we visit my parents, my husband and I stay in that basement room. One night, it's always one night, one night. I went to bed before my husband and had that same old creepy feeling that I had brushed off. <clears throat> okay. So if you recall, I said it gets a little it gets a little creepy, but it's also very light. 
Okay, so here we go. As I tried to fall to sleep, I felt a shaking. I felt the bed shaking. I was scared, but I tried to explain it away. Maybe there are just pipes in the wall. Someone watching a loud movie upstairs. I mean, I doubt it. I mean, you would know, right? I even Googled if there was a seismic, ap se seismic activity in Ohio, but found nothing. I mean, earthquakes could happen anywhere. Later in the middle of the night, I kind of half woke up face to face with me was a short, creepy little guy next to the bed. He looked like a version of my husband. Another one of these, right? If you recall, last week's was kind of like a little bit of the same thing. Something imitating, you know, someone you know. He looked like a version of my husband. He had a mustache and an, and an energy like a little troll. And she did two explanation points. I think he giggled or made some kind of silly sound. I gasped and jumped across the bed over my actual husband and stared at the empty spot. My husband was confused. I brushed it off as a bad dream. And the days after, I felt that nervous energy again, and I could not stop thinking about the little creep. <laughs> after trying to logically explain it, I decided, what if I just accept it? What if I just believe it was a little creep and not my imagination? So I said prayers to my angels and sent it away and built a brick wall all around the property in my mind, blocking it and any others out there. Very, very, I think, yeah, anyone out there good this was good this was a good way to do it totally recommend the space has felt better ever since and i haven't had any weird dreams was that real or have i been listening to too much betsy and marcy on a funny feeling shout out to a funny feeling podcast and betsy and marcy did i accidentally open a portal with all of the you've got name? mail you got mail <laughs> Yes, I had to put that in there. With all of my A, you've got mail. Busy doing this. <laughs> Teen angst energy. Are there little tricksters on the land where my family home was built? Let me know what you think. Thank you for reading, Lindsay. She, her. Okay. Well, we did get to trip down memory lane into the. 90s and um and all of that and I had a lot to say to her and it was really pleasant to kind of go down memory lane with her <laughs> and she and thank you all for you know letting me enjoy these sound effects that I do but let's hear what I had to say to Lindsay Everybody. Okay, so you heard me read Lindsay's email. She took us a trip down into the 90s with her I with her aim. <laughs> we got mail to, um days. Or you got mail. Um, but here she is. Hi Lindsay. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So there's a lot 
not a lot. I wouldn't say it's like a ton because I feel like this is sticking at me pretty clear. Like, but it's a definitely a fun one. I mean, yes. we got we got I love creatures of sorts. <laughs> Cause I kind of feel this 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 fits in. So feel free. This is this this is just a disclaimer to everyone. I I like all the things, all the weird things. If it's things that don't ring to me that sound like a paranormal experience, then I won't ask, you know, I won't expand on it. I may message you back saying like, I don't know, this could be something else. So if I'm having if I'm answering, if I'm reading it or having you on, there's something going on. But I like the little, you know, creatures that we're not sure. Is this our <laughs> imagination? Is this is this the pre? Because this was like new internet days where the internet's really fucking with your head, you know? Yes. Like, right? Yes. And I mean, I was in AIM chat rooms with strangers. <laughs> I know. We were just like, okay. Sure. Yeah. But see, you're younger than me. So I was at least a grown up you were probably like a little like teenager right yes I was Aww, I was cute. that must have been fun I wish I was a teenager discovering the internet what was but let's just let's just pause for a minute to to give homage to the 90s what was that like being yes. on the internet and the, like being a kid like I know as an adult I was already like like it was uh, obviously happening where everyone's hitting on you because you're a woman and you're an adult. Um, but I just kind of seems like the whole thing might have been either exciting and terrifying at the same time. Yes, it was. And you you could talk if it felt exciting because you could like talk to anybody and you could uh -huh. just find yourself having conversations with people that you might never have the opportunity to have out loud. And for me living in a smaller town, like mm -hmm. smaller city and being young, I didn't know anybody. <laughs> Were you like at all, did it dawn on you to go, this could be just some creepy person in their basement or did that not enter your head yet? Yes, it did a little bit. And there was, there. it had started, like people started kind of talking about that by mm -hmm. then. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I definitely think people have to remember like the technology was so bad that even if someone was creeping on you, you were, you really kind of couldn't like, I don't, I just remember it being like, just like the wild, wild west. Like you're like, people are messaging you and then your thing would shut down and you're like, where'd that person go? They just yeah. leave and the door would go, the door, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. okay. That, that was a way of blocking someone at the time. Like, yes. I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. It was like, Really kind of heartbreaking. And you couldn't go like searching like, where are you? I'm going to go to your Facebook. You were like, well, that person obviously just doesn't like me anymore. Yes, gone forever. <laughs> I did havoc. I did do havoc in a lot of uh, Christian chats. Oh, I would go yeah. in because I was being all, I thought, rebellious, I guess, even in my 20s. I yes. was like saying all this stupid stuff and everyone would freak out. I would be like, the devil is my God. <laughs> they would start out. It was just so funny to watch people freak out. Cause I was like, wow, they're really just 
going on these dumb words. Like I'm just some person saying anything. Yes. But yes. people are gullible in that time. Very gullible. Yes. Yes. Me, me included. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were allowed to be. You were a kid. These were like yes. grown-ups. I knew they were grown-ups because they were all like, you know, maybe they weren't. No, they could tell by the way they talked. They were grown-ups. But you're yes. allowed to be. But I was kind of yes. thought it was funny. These grown people were like, oh, I can't believe you. <sighs> and they would start arguing. <laughs> so I'd say. Oh, here it go. Get her, get her out. You know, and all this stuff. And I was like, just laughing. It was, it was just entertainment because it wasn't a lot to enter. Like, it wasn't like you had websites and stuff. This was your. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This was so going we, on the internet. <laughs> this was, this was going on the internet. I, I, hearing the dial up and it going, you oh got mail. And then go, and believe me, I'm, I am. Love all those sound effects. So, you know, yes. having fun with that. And um, I loved that part. And I loved when the little door, like, you know, opened and you see your yes. friends on there. Oh, my. Or your crush. A, oh, God. Your, your crush. Your, your crush. <laughs> Although, like I said, I was grown. So I think yeah. I was just um, thinking it was like a new way of flirting, I guess, or. Or something, but it, it it was still chaotic. It it didn't. I can, that's why I said I can't imagine being like a teenager and being yes. able to crush on people on AIM. Like yes, it's pretty like it's pretty <laughs> limited, and the pictures were terrible. Like you couldn't. Yes, it would take forever to upload, and then it would look like crap. So yes, people could get a catfish and. Ways you can't even imagine. All right, so yes. let's get to <laughs> we we had to go down the trip of the nineties for all we the did. yeah everybody I'm sure relates. I've seen I've seen my demographic. It's mostly people who knew the nineties. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, let's get to you. Okay, so you grew up in Ohio. Oh, grew up in Ohio. Okay, I lived in Ohio for a year in Cleveland. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, okay, so I grew up in Ohio in the house of parents built. Okay, so this is all nice. Okay. And she, I love that you mentioned Gateway 2000. Like when I was reading it, I was like, oh my God. I haven't said, read that word. Can I just do another site, everybody? Yes. This is pertaining to psychic stuff. Okay. It does pertain. Okay. I worked at a school at the time, and this is when I got my first computer. Computer. I was like 20, like maybe 25, believe it or not. I, it wasn't my first computer. That's another story you guys don't want to hear about. I did have a computer before that, but it was like I was getting serious about it. I was way behind. So I was working at a junior high school where I literally had to ask the junior high kids, like, how do you cut and paste? Like, how do you do this? Like, <laughs> I didn't know how to do crap. And all those kids are probably millennials, like, now maybe your age I don't know 30s for sure and they were like and I had no shame that's why I don't understand why people have a problem with younger people I was like way more apt to ask them than an adult that was judging me because they they were like you're an adult you don't know anything about technology so they were like nice to me about it and they were genius kids by the way so on top of it I worked at a school for genius children yeah, it was interesting. Anyway, 
there was a late a girl, a lady there, a lady who was the tech person, the IT person. And it was when Gateway, so for those of you who don't know Gateway, Gateway was like, you order these computers, it came with everything, and then you had the, like, you can ask for help. Like, call people up and go like, yo, I don't know how to do my computer. And you would get tech help, because it was all in one package. I don't know, you probably, maybe you don't remember that part because you were young, but if you mm-hmm. bought a computer, you bought all of the parts. And then if you had problems, they had a customer service that came with Gateway. Not like today oh. where you're just fucked, you know? <laughs> and, you know, which brings me to my prediction. Okay. So I went to the, this is before I really understood. I, I, these things happened to me a lot in my life. I just thought I was like amazing. Um, meaning like I thought it was just like trendy or something, but I would foresee things and try to tell people to invest in it and they, or do it. And it was going to, cause it will blow up one day and people would poo poo me off until now when people like pay attention a little bit more anyway. So I said to her, I said, I'm telling you gateway is going to go down. Nobody's going to get gateways anymore. You should start a business where you go to people's houses and you help them with their tech problems or you do it over the phone and they come to you because I see that's going to be the future. There's going to be a business that's going to start that. Like you drive or you they call them up. And I go, you're, I go, if I was an IT person like you, I would just start my own business doing that. And you could be mobile. And I go, because there's people like me who have these computers that Gateway is like dying now because they were dying at the time. And we're going to have to get, everyone's going to get their own thing. And there's going to be no customer service. Like before it was just completely like you just called them up and they helped you like with Mm -hmm. everything. And she was like, no, I don't think so. Other people are doing it, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'm telling you, it's going to be huge. Years later, I'm driving down the street and I see Geek Squad. Oh my God. And I'm like, that's what I saw. I wow. literally, I said, that girl should have listened to me because she could have started something like Geek Squad. Maybe she would have gotten crushed by Geek Squad. I don't know, but they were very tiny at the time when I first saw them. It was just like a little van. And I remember seeing little advertisements. It wasn't, they weren't associated with Best Buy or anything. And they were like, we come to your house, call us up for help. And I was like, I knew this would be huge. So anyway, yes. that's my gateway story. Very cool. <laughs> Lindsay's like, I, I called up for the, I came to your podcast to talk about the little, uh, the man with the mustache and we're going down all kinds of memory lanes for Adela, but I couldn't help it. Oh, no. oh. oh there you are. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, uh, you disappeared for a moment. Oh, right, you're I back. did? Okay. I'm yeah. Back. Oh, weird. Okay. As soon as I, I mentioned the that, man with that the mustache. Man. Right? Ooh, I just got chills. Ooh, 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 ooh. Get I just out got of here. super no, no, no. chills. Yeah, oh, come no. on. Like, we're not conjuring you, all right? So Mm-mm. don't worry about it. All right. So the basement was finished and it was perfect place. Okay, you did your dial-up and you're having a good time. Eventually, the computer room became your guest room. Um, and when we visit my parents and now you have a husband, so, so now we flashed into the future. Um, and, and I stayed in that basement room one night you went to bed. Okay. 
and you felt um, same old creepy feeling. Okay, so let's just pause there for a second. What can you describe the creepy feeling you would have? It's just like an uneasy, just like, like, just nervous. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I listened to so many ghost stories and and stuff, and so I just kept. Is that what you were doing like, on AIM? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> no, I, on AIM I was talking to crushes day and night. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> okay. And it led to but your now husband. More now more recently. Yes, oh. eventually. <laughs> I see. So this is how long ago did this happen then? Are we talking? So this happened recently, but it's like every time I would oh. stay down there, I would have just the uneasy feeling and I would just be like, oh, everybody's afraid of basements. That's just like, this, this is just basements. Right, right. And then, um, and then this happened like, I mean, this year maybe? It might have been at Christmas time last year. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So we're in like real, real time. We're in IRL. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. So um, one night we went to bed before. Okay. As you tried to fall asleep, you felt the bed shaking. This is never a good sign. Um, yeah. Can you describe the shaking? It was like a vibrating kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Almost like seismic or something. That's why I ended up Googling. I was like, is there, it's Ohio, but is there seismic activity? Is, I don't right. know. Right. It could be, like it, yeah. I mean, especially look at what's going on. I mean, California is having hurricanes, sort of. We kind of had mm-hmm. a poopy hurricane, but um, we're not complaining. But I mean, I understand <laughs> that, but that is kind of odd. And you thought maybe it was the pipes, and then um, someone watching a loud movie upstairs, which kind of sounds probably not, probably, you know, yeah. the case, right? Yeah. Okay. So later in the night, you kind of woke up and you were face to face with a short little creepy guy. Okay. This is the best. And he had a mustache. I love this. I love this um, detail. So did your (laughs) husband, you said he looked like your husband, right? So did your husband have a mustache? Yes. From time to time, he'll sport a mustache. And I think at that time he was wearing his mustache. So it felt like like I was looking at a little like version version of of him. Yeah. Like a copycat. And yes. we know it's not him, right? He wasn't. Okay. He was in right. bed next to me asleep. Oh, okay. Yes. On the other side of me. Yes. So then um, you jumped across the bed or your actual husband. My husband's, your husband's waking up like, what the hell's going on? And the days after I felt that I couldn't, there's nervous energy again. Okay. So you said the prayers and that was smart. That was good. You did the brick wall thing. That is totally good. You've been listening to Betsy and Marcy and a funny feeling. Shout out to a funny feeling. Awesome. Podcast. Big shout out. <laughs> and they're probably just good at rolling ghost story after ghost story. Uh, uh, and then it doesn't help that Betsy's like, what? What? <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So I see, I get what's happening. All right. Let's go. We're going in. Okay. Ready? Ready. We're going to go in. I'm excited for this one because I think it's going to be um, a bit interesting. All right. Yes. So my feeling, first of all, when I look at the space in general, I'm, let's go down into the space. Okay. I'm going to remote view and go down into the space. So I'm going down into the space. It, for the most part, and I even felt this reading, it feels okay, but it's almost like if I'm on the, if I go down the stairs and I go to the wall, it feels mm-hmm. okay. But then mm-hmm. when I come back from the wall, there's like 
I think there's couches or beds or place to sit on. There's a window. In this area, it feels like you get like, the, I get that stomachy feeling, you know, kind mm -hmm. of like when your stomach churns a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's not horrible. That's mm -hmm. I'm, I'm relieved because let me tell you, there's been there's been some there's been some there interesting been so ones interesting. on my podcast lately. <laughs> like you guys are just putting wow. me through the ringer after ringer. Okay, um, but you know, not not really because I like it. Um, yeah. yeah, when I go into this spot, I feel like a little bit of a. You know what's interesting? Okay, so first let's verify this part with you because. I go down the stairs and I feel like as soon as I go down the stairs and I hit this area, is there a bathroom to the, like, uh, right away to, like, if you're coming down the stairs, it would be to my left, I think. Is there a room? Um, so it's like a big open room, but the bathroom, mm -hmm. if you were to keep walking, you'd go right to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, it's a so big open room, but is the bathroom right off the stairs i should say no okay <clears throat> what is right off the stairs that right off the stairs to the right is um like a tv room with like couches and okay stuff. okay that's what it is to the right because i'm going i have to turn my body to be yes, that way you hit okay. a wall and like you said you walk down the stairs you're at the wall and then you turn right you yes. turn right okay <laughs> that's that's the room that feels off yeah to me. okay okay yeah in that area um it's kind of strange because the first thing i get drawn to is the floor is the ground oh and when i get drawn to the ground i almost feel like i see like a circular almost like if you would go down the rabbit hole like alice in wonderland type of thing like there's oh yeah feels like an energy of sorts and mm -hmm. it doesn't feel spiritual it definitely mm -hmm. feels more ethereal like it kind of reminds me of like maybe i don't know if somebody's done magic before in this spot because that's why i see a circle oh and it might be pre you guys for sure maybe um, i feel like when i see the space around the house is it in the middle of tree there's a lot of trees around and is it very um nature driven yes yes okay. lots of big trees that's what i see and i feel like let's just let's just say i had the magic power to just disappear the house when i go back in time which is how i'm able to see things as remote view i feel like this space was pretty cool but not but also, um, you know, um, maybe just not cool f if for you in a sense, but I feel like it kind of might've been like what we call, it kind of reminds me of like, if you go to like Renaissance times or that type of vibe where, you know what I mean? Where people use like herbs and made things. And I feel like I even see like a burned, like, you know, like, the ground was burned in this one spot, almost like fires were lit and things were done. But I don't mean like a cult-like. I feel yeah. like it's definitely more like honor the land and give thanks to the gods and the goddesses, you know, that kind of vibe. Cool. 
So it's not bad, but it does create like if you if you and it's not Native American either. So mm-hmm. that's why I was trying to see this is kind of an energy I'm not familiar with, meaning like a magical energy. It kind of I feel like it reminds me of like Scotland or Ireland or that vibe. Cool. So I don't know about what was in this area. And I'm not saying it's literally those Scotland and Ireland, but it does remind me more of that area of yes, like Celtic type of magic. And it's not magic. It's we give thanks to the fairies and the gnomes and the, you know, people who believed in those types of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's the green man in the forest and there's the fairies that help us. And, you know, that this is literally I feel like I want to. And I do see like a little girl. So I feel like what you saw was definitely what we call like a little bit of a trickster and purposely made themselves look like your husband to kind of play. Yeah. It feels (laughs) like I'm becoming more as I'm like leaning into this and, and being like, you know, what if I just believed in it? What if I just let myself go there that mm-hmm. like I'm almost opening up doors a little bit for I don't know maybe somebody to come along and be like hello yeah it does it does like if you start to open up do you what's your heritage are you attached is your family attached to uh, that kind of culture yeah I it probably is we're yeah we're um Scottish um probably a little Irish a little mm-hmm. German mm-hmm. um a little Swedish <laughs> Yeah, I kind of feel, and I don't know if you know, how long have your families been living there? In the Ohio area, like way back, way, way back. I feel, I swear, I I like it. I feel Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I see a little girl with, you know, with like a leaf, wreath made out of, you know, handmade, put in her hair and kind of like putting rose like I feel like something's calling you to that type of magic cool oh I love that you know what I mean so like you might do well with the whole fairy slash gnome slash green man type of energies and that's very like and this is and I'm sure you know if you guys would like to make comments on my instagram would love it but if anybody has any shout outs to her of what kind of you know magic or what kind of um folklore type of uh that she'd be interested in because i feel like that and i even feel i can feel like little pokey they're playful they're not my type of energies because they're so playful that i'm like you know I got serious business. I got to attend to on this realm. They like to kind of, and they're, you know, sometimes they're a little hard to control. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't really control those energies. (laughs) What you can do is maybe get in touch with the, with nature and with um, working with nature. I feel like they feel you'll do well with that because I I do feel like this one was equivalent to like the best way I could and I could be I don't want to insult you sir but 
Um, it kind of feels like a gnome type of vibe. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that goes with fairies mm-hmm. and um, fae. And so I, f- I definitely feel like in that spot there, what I see like a burned cert, like the land is burned in a circle. And so I feel like there was things done like that, like, you know, a fire set and then we sit around the fire and we give thanks to, you know, the trees and to the rain and, you know, to, to the forest basically, mm-hmm. like for mm-hmm. giving us this, you know, land and, um, working with the, those energies. That's what it feels like. Cool. That's I what I see. Yeah, yes. That's really so cool. he, he was harmless, but not still not great to imitate your husband, but I feel like they thought if what I hear is, oh, we put this mask on, maybe she won't be so scary, but scared, but they forget uh, (laughs) a fake version of your husband is creepy. (laughs) (laughs) But it is funny. I do acknowledge that it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they, and they, and they, I feel like when I'm just going to say this because it keeps coming up. I feel like when you were little, you kind of were more in touch with it and might have even seen things or had pretend friends or um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe you kind of got away from it. Mm-hmm. I think so. Do you remember anything? I remember it was always at night, but I, I just, looking back, I'm like, oh, it was just a kid dreaming, but there would be like like animals and like Mm -hmm. animals but like things would sort of come into the room like little creatures yeah yeah i'm trying to remember i think one time it was like a little dinosaur (laughs) yeah i was a kid so i was like oh looking back i'm like oh i was just making that up or you know a kid dreaming well those things will just like spirits will change their image to not make us so freaked out those Mm -hmm. types of beings will too and that's what i think this one was trying to do like see you like dinosaurs and cats and dogs and deers and whatever will appear that way to you and you like your husband so we'll appear and it's like now you miss you guys love this guy (laughs) that's why those energies i'm always like you guys i don't have time for this like you know because they're very like i don't know they're kind of almost like not feeling like they have to apologize for what they're doing because you know what I mean? Like they're like, we don't have to really apologize for being yeah. this way because this is our land and you're in mm-hmm. it. You, you should be fine. So I feel like this is a calling card for you. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. I've, I'm interested. I like it. Yeah, that's good. So then I feel like it probably requires some firm boundaries though too, right? Yeah, you do have to have boundaries with those those beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not it, it's not as hard as the others. You just say, "Hey, knock it off. I don't like it that way." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't do those things and they and they'll but but they do kind of it will be interesting if you start working with them mm-hmm. because they'll also help you. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I like, I do like about those energies is that it does feel like in the movies, like I can feel them 
now like they'll like be around you and flutter around you and pet you and you know they're kind of see us you know they're kind of intrigued by humans yeah that makes sense which is different than spirits like spirits are a little like you know they're people who get in your face and get a little impatient you know and different than entities they're different they're much more about trying to get us in touch with the earth and connect with it and appreciate it and um, they don't understand people who don't approach the planet like wow this is Mm -hmm. the most amazing thing because that's how they live so I don't know are you an earthy girl yeah i yeah i live so now i live in a city so it feels Mm. like i'm away from it so every time i go home it's like a breath of fresh air when i go back to my parents house the trees and the Mm -hmm. but i'm feeling like like moving toward somewhere with more nature so i'm feeling that that, okay see i think that's what what it is i think they're kind of helping you get in touch back in touch see that's why i was saying i'm not very grounded Mm -hmm. i have a hard time being grounded so when those energies are coming to me they kind of do it aggressively like you need to get grounded like slap Mm -hmm. in the face type of thing (laughs) um and then i pay attention then they're nicer about it um Mm -hmm. but i've had it happen where like strange things happen with animals and bugs and all kinds of weird things that are not normal like you're like where the hell did um like uh you know a lotus showed up in the car like this is california we don't really have things like that i've had lots of weird things like that um so they tend to be more like hey pay attention to earth get grounded but i think with you it's kind of more like oh this is really who she is this is part of who she is we just need to remind her and, oh, it, cool. and this is kind of more where she's comfortable and she'll do better in the spiritual stuff she seeks mm-hmm. if she embraces this part of her. So you don't have to wait till you move. You could just even go on a trip. I mean, just do it. Go to a park or go to a forest, par- a national forest or anything like that to connect with them. That's They're awesome. definitely forest creatures. Definitely like wooded, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I feel like I got a little mini like advice session. (laughs) Well, these are, I mean, it's like I'm reading the situation and sometimes it comes up, you know, pretty much most, a lot of the time what's going to come out of it is your own abilities that is getting you to see these things and kind of helping you plug into that and maybe that helps other people realize oh I've had something similar maybe that require you know maybe that's something I relate to because I don't feel like we all connect to the same things I can see those things but it's not my go-to you know mm. connecting wise my go-to is definitely the other realm the the uh the land of you know of the spirit realm and 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 those type of realms And I've learned about these through people like you. And so sometimes it's not like it's just a reading on you, but even though it kind of is a little bit, but it's also kind of helping people understand 
themselves too because maybe they've had similar experiences and give some insight into how the different realms work that's really cool yeah yeah cool anything else you want to add you could think of or is that kind of cover all the things you were questioning i think that covers i think that covers everything i feel like i was so i was nervous of course to do this and so <laughs> yeah. it feels like yeah a lot a lot better than i expected just very cool so thank you you're welcome and this is the point of the podcast everyone this is my point is that it's not as crazy as people might think and a lot of times it could be helpful so send in your emails because you might be surprised because we tend to like kind of flip out a little bit and then it's like because it's very weird but may actually make sense most of the time it makes sense or it may even resonate with you or it may even help you so I hope it helps you'll update us I will I will Okay. I'm gonna, I feel like I want to ask all my family members too and just be like, what? how do you feel about all this? Oh, See if they connect as well. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Some of them are more receptive than others. Okay, I was going to say, like, you're like having dinner. You're like, anyway, any of you talk to the fairies or the gnomes? Yeah, yes, pass the bread. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we can't wait to hear an update. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay. See, it wasn't so bad. This was just like a nice little gnome guy in the fairy realm trying to have fun with her. Not fun for her, though. I mean, you know, she was busy. You've got mail. Doing that. (laughs) I had to do it again. Sorry, everybody. I was so excited that I found this sound effect that I probably, like typical of me, can't do a surprise well because, you know, I have to like be like bringing attention to it. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so it was, you know, the I definitely believe and I talked to her about this, that the, that the earth will absolutely you know, do things like this where, you know, it kind of tells you like, hey, you need to pay attention. We, you know, we're trying to get your attention. We're trying to help you out. Um, We want you to be in touch with us again. And I really feel like that was a lot what was happening with her. So I, I feel that she, you know, was getting called to, you know, something she's very connected. I talked to her about like, these things have happened to me a lot because I'm very much connected to the other realm. That so much times I've had crazy things happen with the earth. Like I, you know, where I feel like what happens is the earth works with the other realm. This is what I've been seeing. And so when you're talking to even the spirit world or, or your angels or anything like this, they will help the earthly realms, like the little bay and the um, gnomes and the, um, excuse me, green man. I had to pause from it. Um, you know, if you've heard of the green man, they will kind of work together to kind of go, hey, you know, we want to get the attention of someone. Well, I've had this happen one time I was living in the city 
And I was really, I was smoking at the time and I've told this story before. I don't know if I have on here and I was like really pissed. And I was like, um, I was like, I was like, gosh, like I really definitely, I didn't say gosh, by the way, I was like (laughs) a little more upset. I was like, listen, this has been a rough time. I really need a sign from you guys. And I don't connect with the earth, but what happens is that realm will connect with the earth. And I walked outside into my cement quote yard because this is the city and I was smoking at the time to have a cigarette. And then a hawk landed on the fence with a half, you know, bird in its hand and stared me in the eyes and threw the bird towards me and like looked at me and flew off. And it was clearly like, this was minutes after I said, you know, I'm tired of all the mundane crap. I'm tired of dealing with, with all the shit you have to deal with in this earth. You better help me out. And it looked at me like, is that not a sign enough for you? Are you happy now? And I was like, uh, yes, thank you. Thank you. So I that's to say those realms work together and they definitely want you to respect the earth and what it does instead of conquer. And I had said to her, oh, you ever seen the show alone? And she's like, oh my God, I was just watching it. Well, in the show alone, if you, if you never watch it, they send people out there who are really into nature, who are survivalists and everything. And they send them out into these remote, crazy places and no f- person lasts there the longest. They have their own cameras. They have to film themselves wins. And I said, I've noticed the people who really win are the ones that are like, I'm one with nature in the sense that I'm not trying to set up camp. I'm living here and I'm honoring it. I'm not getting mad at animals for eating my food. I respect that they eat my food. I just have to find a way to live with them or they act just like the animal and they're like, or they got to go because um, I need to eat. So they kind of just see it as life and they're like in the flow. And I definitely feel that there are entities, um, creatures, so to speak, fey realm that kind of helps bring the message, the spirit of earth to us. I'm just not as familiar with it, but I think she is. So wasn't that cool? All right. Now we're going to bring it up a notch. Now, I, I, I have an email from Trina. Trina was on here before. And she actually just sent me, oh, she sent me a picture of the house from the night. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this is good. You'll see it. Well, she just sent it to me as I'm doing this podcast right now. So it'll definitely, you'll be seeing the picture of this house in the poster. If you're listening to this, go to my Instagram and you'll see and I'll post it separate. I tend to kind of post things sometimes separate because I don't, I want you guys to kind of get the point of the podcast, listen, and then see the pictures. If I post it all at once, it doesn't make sense to you. Anyway, does that make sense? So Lindsay, um, I mean, sorry, not Lindsay, sorry, Trina. Trina was on here before. She's the one, it was called Eerie Light. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, this was about like light activity. And she has a new one for us, okay? Just want to make sure I have all of my stuff that I wanted for this. Okay, let's go. Hi, Adela. It's Trina from the Eerie Lights episode on your podcast. Oh, wait a minute. So I just want to remind you guys. Oh, I told you this. I just want to remind you. She's not. I'm going to read her email and I'm going to answer 
because she is that creeped out. Okay, so go ahead, turn your lights off, take a listen. Hi Dale, it's Trina from the Eerie Lights episode on your podcast, and I was wondering if you could remote view another home I lived in where I also experienced activity. Your first reading of my other home was very on spot, and now I am curious as to what caused all the havoc in that in the house in question. We were moving out of a house in the country about 20 years ago and moving into a town. I had found the this beautiful three-story brick 1920s colonial revival home on the market in the historic area of my town. When my family all went to see it, I was instantly drawn to all of the high ceilings, beautiful wood floors, and character of the house. Sounds amazing. This is me saying, sounds amazing. The house has been updated in the 80s, and much of the walls had been painted a dark red color. Now, we talked about this when I did her reading. For those of you who weren't around in the 80s, red and black was considered modern. It was very popular at the time. Like, I remember anyone I saw who had red and black in their house, I thought they were so cool. Like, black um, lacquer furniture and stuff like that. So, that's what she's referring to. Okay, now back to her back to her email. Painted a dark red color, and the current owners had displayed old photographs from the early 1900s of their family members all over the place. What? I feel like I forgot this. Oh, my God. Okay. That is, that would be creepy in a way. I initially on first sight was feeling a heaviness in the house, but I attributed it to the decor and dismissed my feelings of unease. There was a strong smoke odor also as the current owners had been heavy smokers, but I believed a good, uh, thorough paint job ceiling to baseboard would cover the smell. We moved forward and bought the house, the first and only house I had gone to see with the realtor. Okay. On that day, we closed on the loan to purchase the house. Two of my children went with me to go through the house again and pick their rooms. My 15-year-old had requested the third floor for his room. There was a door to the third floor at the end of the hallway on the second floor, and when you would get to the top of the landing, there was a bedroom an open area on the third floor. We had gone into the bedroom and I instantly got all the bad feelings in my gut. Okay. There, you know what I'm going to say about that. Follow yourself, right? Follow your intuition. So she already knew something was up. First, I noticed a ton of dead flies in the moon-shaped window in that room noticed a bunch of pencil-shaped holes in the lower section of the walls all around the third floor. Oh my goodness, this isn't good. (laughs) And then, and uh, sorry, lower section around the floor, and then we heard the door click shut. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not, that's, that's not fun. Okay. It didn't slam, just gently closed. However, there was no doorknob on the inside of the bedroom, so we had to open the window and shout at the neighbors to come let us out. What? Now, pause everyone and picture this. She's walking in, right? She's she's like, 
not already having a good feeling. She has a bad feeling in her gut. There's dead flies everywhere in this one spot. And now there's no doorknob in the inside of the door. Okay, got that? Interesting. Um, not a great way to enter the neighborhood. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. To set about getting the house ready to move in, I hired a painting crew to paint the first two floors of the house. And to save money, I thought I uh, would paint the third floor myself. About a week into the renovations, I had gone over to the house by myself to work on a painting. I was in the third floor. I think the third floor is just, it's not going to be good. Bedroom with the boom box going loudly, just painting away. So she's having a good time listening to her music when I heard what sounded like someone pounding on the walls. Okay. All right. Mm -mm. This isn't good. She turned down the music and shouted down, thinking it was husband coming to help. After a few minutes, realizing no one was there but me, I distinctly heard two or three loud raps that sounded like they were coming in from inside the walls. Okay, needless to say, <laughs> I ran down the stairs and... Uh, uh, down the stairs and out the door. Yeah, I bet. I bet. In the meantime, I saw the girlfriend of the man who had been living there after his parents who owned the house had died. She told me the house was haunted and that her boyfriend said he had poked holes up there because he thought he heard people in the walls. What? Yeah. That's not cool, right? Not cool. Not cool at all. <laughs> I was feeling very disheartened that we had purchased the house with all of this happening, but knew we couldn't afford to move out yet. So I went up to the third floor and just told whoever was there to leave us alone, not to bother my children or my family. I didn't know at the time about cleansings. I just had to talk to the spirit like it was a person and I was pretty direct. My 15-year-old spent one night in that room and felt uncomfortable and moved his room down to the second floor. Also, a few weeks after we moved in, my oldest 18-year-old son was sitting in the side den that had been added on sometime in the 80s, and he heard a very loud footsteps while he was alone in the house. Okay, there's a lot happening. This is a lot. Now you see, she was not keen of coming on. We went about living our life, but mostly I avoided the third floor area entirely. With teenagers running in and out and busy lifestyles, it seemed to settle down or we were just so occupied that everything we didn't notice much. There would be the occasional freakiness of my dog's um, my house dog staring at seemingly nothing in the room or a feeling of unease and being watched, but for the most part, it was okay. And one day, I came home from work and my husband was sitting in the den and told me to listen 
to the messages on my landline answering machine. The messages started playing and there was static and noise and voices. Record it, it was in the recording, by the way. Would say inaudible things. It would cause your hair to stand on end. Then we would go to listen to the next day and the messages would be gone. This started happening pretty much regularly to the point we would be afraid to listen to our messages. We finally just disconnected the machine. By this time, my kids were one by one leaving for college and I was alone in the house every six weeks because when my husband would switch to night shifts at work six weeks at a time. I was so uncomfortable at this point in the house that when he was gone, I would sleep in the added on den. It felt like the most peaceful, safe place in the house since it was the only new section. One night, I was asleep on the couch and there with my house dog at my feet around 3 a.m. Of course, of course it's 3 a.m. I was awakened to my dog sitting on the edge of the couch looking into the living room through the open French doors with his ears laid back. You know what that means when animals do that. Of course there was no one there. Hmm. I mean, that's debatable. And I just shouted, leave me alone, and crawled under the covers. The final last straw, which caused me to finally put the house up for sale, was another EVP incident. Okay, this is where um, the stuff she's getting on the answering machine. My oldest son called and told me something was wrong with dad's cell phone message and told me to call and listen to it. I felt immediate anxious, anxious, but called his number and waited for the answering machine to pick up. I heard his voice first saying his normal message, but then came the familiar static and a voice that sounded almost like a very high-pitched child's voice and another deep voice at the end. I taped it on a tape recorder so I wouldn't lose it and called my brother-in-law to come listen. He was in a band and had equipment, so he took it with him to slow down the voices and see if we could decipher what was being said. It was something like, I'm going to poison the air and kill ya. Then a deep voice said something like, help. We put the house on the market and sold it quickly and never looked back. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to say, so here we go. Whew. But I have a cousin who lives in, and he and his husband are both very intuitive. They have had a friend that studied the EVP and said they would take the tape we recorded and have her take a listen. But they said when she came to visit, right, when the person came to listen to it, the person who understood the, you know, was going to decipher this EVP, the tape mysteriously was not in the drawer where they kept it. Then when she left from her visit, it was back in the drawer. I don't know what caused all of this chaos in the house, but would love to know. Okay, so I want to, um, you know, cover that. But I also, she added some some other things. <laughs> I know you guys are like, uh, wait a minute, Adela. What's going on? Like, what are we? I, we're pausing. We are pausing 
because I wanted to give homage to the next part. Okay, so just hold on. We have a lot going on here. So she wanted to say something, you know, else that happened to her on a lighter note. So we'll end on that. But we, I am definitely getting into what I t ended up telling her. Okay. So she's, um, has something also on a lighter note. So last summer while on the lake, so this is like the lighter note version. Um, my husband and I were enjoying a lazy day sitting by the shoreline with our boat parked beside us. My family had a boat when I was growing up and my dad always loved the water. He had has been gone since 2012, but I'm constantly thinking of him when I'm on the lake. Like I said, so this is the nice part. We were sitting there on the shoreline when this butterfly, and this is like, this is the nice part, landed on me. I expected, oh, sorry. I wanted to give a little mood for this. I expected it to fly off immediately as butterflies typically do, but it did not and would climb onto my finger and just stay there. This went on for about 20 minutes until we decided to get back in the boat and go back on the water. I put the butterfly up on my shoulder and started loaded the boat, expected it to fly away at any time. Again, it did not fly away. We took it off on the water, drove a bit, and the breeze was pretty strong. So the butterfly went down between my knees to avoid the breeze. Strangely again, it did not fly off. I was thinking strongly about my dad all that time. And then about the time we got into the middle of the lake, the butterfly flew straight up into the sky and flew away. I felt then it was a sign from my dad that he was with me. Then again, this summer, we were on the boat and had our children and grandchildren with us. My youngest son, who was then two years old, was up on the front platoon with his mother. We were all just laughing and talking. My daughter-in-law turned around and told us a bird had landed right in front of my grandson on the boat, which never happens, by the way. My grandson was just looking at the bird and my daughter-in-law had asked him if he knew the bird's name. And he said, it's Tommy. We all immediately just melted into tears because that's my dad's name. But we never ever call him that when he's talking about him to the kids. We always call him Peepaw around the children. Um, Peppa, right? So I can't imagine why how he knew that name if not for my dad sending him that message i loved it every time i go to the water i just try to keep in mind and my heart open to accept any messages my dad wants to send thank you so much adela your videos and podcasts have had been a huge help to me as i'm learning how to listen to my own intuition keep these these um, those amazing podcasts coming ooh so much stuff here, right? So much stuff. Okay. I wanted to read that. I kind of thought maybe I should have answered the first one and then have you guys hear the last one, but it's okay. Let's, we're going to backtrack now. Absolutely love, love, love. That was just so everyone knows. That's a sign from her dad. That's totally, it goes right in line. This is what I love about this podcast. I do not plan these two podcasts being together. I do everything intuitively and this is how it works out for me the best. 
And this is how it worked out. Like I was this person, the first, you know, Lindsay's is about nature and listening to nature and how it talks to us and everything and how there's the fae. And then I told you how the spirit world works. And now you see same thing with her. However, getting back, because you got, you're like Adela, you're sending me on a roller coaster ride. I know because you're supposed to be in on this with me. This is my life, everyone. So welcome to my world. Welcome to my world of there's a little bit of uh, terror with a little bit of beauty. Yeah. All right. So everything she told me about this house. First of all, she does have the tape. She's trying to get it. We're not sure if we're going to actually get it. If we do, I will definitely be playing it for you guys. But in the meantime, I told her what I saw in the reading. And this is what I saw. I saw a man who um, was abusive to his family. I saw a man who used that room that had no doorknob in the, in the inside of it. That room was a lot of the time where he was abusive. I feel like he was not good. I didn't see someone who was committing crimes or anything. It's just there's a lot of heaviness in that house because because they um, because of the abuse that went on. So I feel that I was telling her she obviously has her own abilities, right? She keeps having things happening to her. So I told her that I think that the the machine is just very much something they will do. It's kind of mess with the machine it's not common by the way but can happen and i think that's what was happening with the machine so i feel like the answering machine was the way of them talking to her and letting her know what they were there but i also want everybody to understand that um that you know she has her own little radar. So that's why it would happen a lot when she was alone, but it definitely was something in that space. There's an energy, a heaviness. Now she's told me that she knows the people who live there and she's like, they're not really, you know, uh, having problems that they love the house. And I told her that's probably because of all this stuff you did. Like you cleansed it, you talked to it and you are, She's the antenna. She's the phone line. She's the Wi-Fi. And this is for everyone to understand that when you have your own abilities. And I said this to Lindsay as well, as you heard that, you know, you attract things. This is what people don't understand. And if you deny these abilities and it doesn't have to be off the charts, not everybody's going to do this professionally. Not everyone's going to do it all the time. But if you are seeing the unseen world, it knows you see it. And then it wants to be seen even more. So putting boundaries and, and guidelines about that realm is what's important. But I love the fact that Trina just had her own a way of knowing. Now the fly thing is something too. And that's why I said I love the fact that everything all works out. Like I didn't plan these two to come together. I actually was trying to record someone else, but we didn't line it up in time. So I said, I feel like these two will be good together. So I'm going to do, I'm going to go for it. And it just worked out because I hadn't even read Lindsay's, you know, email to her yet and told her, you know, what I saw. So what I'm trying to say is, is that the flies is kind of like a dark um, energy. This happened to me and I, I don't want to get into this story right now. So there are many stories I have. <laughs> 
But this happened to me once when I was with somebody who was kind of very much in a dark and kind of attached to dark things. And another dark incident happened with me, uh, with that person. And because I can see and I'm open, he thought it was me. And I said, when I'm just talking to the energies I'm talking to, I'm fine. It's you. And you know how I know we started to have a roach problem. There was no roaches around us at all. Nobody else had it. It was an apartment building, only us. And I remember him saying, this almost feels like dark because it just came out of nowhere and it, and the energy was weird. And when I broke up with this person, they felt like they said it was like an exorcism because they were going through all this. It was crazy. I don't want to get into the full story, but let's just say they were shaking and he was shaking. And this was a long time ago. So there's nobody in my life near even near my life now but he was shaking shaking back and forth and going through all this craziness and he said to me I feel like uh, something's coming out of me he was having um, he was kind of abusing alcohol at the time you know this was like way long ago and I was like what the hell is happening and it was around the same time of these roaches and I put a blanket around me and I wrapped myself around it and I laid down next to him and I said he said you're an angel you're an angel and I was like I don't know what's happening because I was still new to this world my abilities were kicking in and I was starting to practice and everything but that roach problem stopped I think after I like he like did his thought I cleansed him and I didn't even know what cleansing was at the time. I didn't know how to do anything like that at the time. I was just newly professionally starting to read. Um, and I remember going, I feel like it's a manifestation of this dark energy. So you can feel it. It doesn't mean all the time. It doesn't mean every time, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean like every time when there's flies or you have like an ant infestation or whatever, you can feel when something just feels off and it's just like the good energies can send you butterflies. And that's why I wanted you to hear her other story and the birds and the beauty of all that. There are the negative energies that can utilize um, beings here, physical beings, creatures, animals, insects, and that's how it works, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone, non-binary, everybody. Just know this. This is how it works. This is how it works. So this is to let you know that following your gut is important. So I definitely saw this man. I didn't really see all the details. It was very clear that, and I don't love tapping into that. And I don't want to tap into that because I want, you know, you guys to um, be, you know, this could be a little triggering, you know, when you hear things like this. So I didn't really put a trigger warning at the top of this because I'm not really getting into details about the, about this, this person. Um, I can just say in the overall general energy, uh, general, you know, sight that I saw is that I felt like this was a man not kind to his family. And I feel that um, what you guys don't know, I didn't tell you this because sh I, I should tell you this, the, I feel they were playing on her fears because she actually had this happen where at a different house, the, there was gas in the house 
and they all and they got saved she feels by um like an angel type of thing or like a spirit she said that she was sleeping and some voice came over and was like get up and she got up and then they discovered somehow and i don't remember the full story but basically there was a gas leak and she could have died and she was saved so what we feel is that in this next house that she was in this energy was using that experience and her fears and they can do that it isn't common this isn't common this is rare and i talked to her about cleansing and how to protect herself and that's why she didn't want to come on yep yep so we feel that the message that was on the machine that's why it's not always what happened in the home it's not always what happens sometimes they're messing with you so we're calling in saint michael everyone call in your protectors cleanse your space after listening to this i'm gonna cleanse my space trina cleanse your space put your protective but leaving on a positive note because we want to leave on a positive note um <laughs> if we leave on a positive note then we want to remember that you know most of the time we are having protectors that are trying to help us and trying to guide us in in this world there is both sides there's all the neighborhoods the ones that are protecting and the ones that are messing so what do i say follow yourself follow no one listen to your inner voice and i'll see you soon Thank you for listening to the House Medium Podcast, and thank you for those who joined me on my podcast and allowing me to also read your emails and having all of us, including the listeners, go down the rabbit hole with you. And speaking of which, don't forget to email me all your questions at thehousemedium at gmail. And you can also follow me on Instagram at The House Medium or Adele Levine. And if you're interested in my services, you can check out adelevine.com. And remember, those bumps in the night. Or if you need help on your housing needs, renting or buying, I can pop on by. But if you are experiencing bumps in the night or shadows in your room, it may not be just your imagination, so contact me, Adela, your house medium. <laughs>